This podcast represents my opinion and the opinion of my guests. This is not medical advice, and I am not establishing a patient-physician relationship with any listener. The content here should not be taken as medical advice. The content here is for informational purposes only. And because each patient is so unique, please consult your healthcare professional for any medical questions you may have. Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of the Not Your Doc podcast. I'm your host, Vanessa, and I'm here today with Dr. Tadros and our producer, Seth. What's up, y'all? Hey, hey. Hello. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I am excited about this episode because it's going to be a shorter one than we normally do, um, and it's actually following up on something that we sort of highlighted at the very first episode of this season but it's delicious it is delicious it's delicious we're going to talk about food today some more food um but yeah we talked about uh you know in building new habits that we wanted to get into you know different ways to prepare healthful food um and to make it easy and limit waste so today we're going to talk about one of my very favorite things to do Um, one of the ways that I have been eating vegetables for a long time and that I get my husband to eat vegetables (laughs) and then I get kids that I babysit to eat vegetables (laughs) and it's roasting, roasting vegetables. Back to the basics. Dr. Tadros, did your mother or any lovely woman in your life who has cooked vegetables for you in the past ever torture anything to death by boiling it or microwaving it to mush? I, uh, my grandmother would make spinach and uh, the best i had and yeah i wouldn't eat it with my mom but yeah it was not so much roasting it's interesting it's not so much roasting. it was already mixed in with some sort of casserole right? of course yeah right, so right, i mean like right. i th- when i talk to my mom about m- my mom has literal ptsd from some of the vegetables <laughs> she was served as Torture. a kid like yeah. she can't eat peas in any variety because they only came from a can right yes um, i have a hard time with peas also but, yeah uh, just that actually, that the mushy texture yep. it just from from your grade school cafeteria yeah absolutely all of those things can make vegetables bitterness, bitterness. so unappealing right. no abs- absolutely no chew no natural sweetness it's kind of just yucky flavors That's so right. roasting gets around all of that because this is a um a dry heat method of cooking them okay mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um that gives you crispy caramely outsides and then tender kind of softer inside. Mm-hmm. Um, so roasting uh, takes advantage of something really cool called the Maillard reaction. How Dr. do you spell Tadros, that? You How do you spell that? that? Okay, Maillard. M-A-I-L-L-A-R-D. This is a French a French scientist who discovered this. Beautiful. Um, but basically, this is the this is the same phenomenon that causes butter to brown or mm-hmm. a steak to sear. So when when a pr- sugar or protein is met with that hot dry heat all at once, a bunch of chemical reactions happen mm-hmm. all at once, um, and it converts to to sugars and umami flavors mm-hmm. and a crunchy texture it's the same thing that causes you know cookies to crisp up when they bake in the oven mm-hmm. um 
So yeah, the proteins and sugars on your food get transformed by heat, basically producing Mm -hmm. new flavors, new aromas and colors. Um, And so this is a really, really great way to turn up the flavor, volume and profile on vegetables. So So, it's an an oven process. It's a dry heat. Yeah, this is a dry heat in the oven. You can, of course, roast over an open flame. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, we roast marshmallows over an open flame, all that kind of stuff. It's still that browning effect that's happening is still part of the Maillard reaction. Um, so think of think of the difference, uh, you know, between a, a boiled piece of meat mm-hmm. and a grilled piece of meat, yeah, right? A boiled absolutely. piece of meat. Yes, Big it's difference. cooked all the, all the way through, but it has no no texture mm-hmm. on the outside. It can be rubbery. That's right. um, there's no kind of like smokiness that you get from mm-hmm. heat actually touching it. Um, a grilled piece of meat is going to be seared and brown on the outside and juicy on the inside. Mm-hmm. So that's a similar thing that's going to be happening with vegetables. And whenever you do it in a wok, it's the wokke, the kind of the little, the little, the, the kind of that special wok uh, flavor that you get. And so it's got that. I think that's the equivalent for yeah. using a wok. Sure. Yes, you can. You can use a wok. You can use anything really that is going to transfer like direct high high heat. I'm going to talk specifically about roasting in oven because mm-hmm. it is easy to execute mm-hmm. um, and there's a couple of tricks to it that Perfect. you can use different types of vegetables together um, so uh, there are a, a couple of keys here so you you know all you need are any vegetables that any fresh vegetables that you can find in your fridge or cupboard so squashes root vegetables brussels sprouts peppers Green beans, asparagus, all of these take really well to roasting. And people don't freak out because I know everybody and their mother will say, I hate every one of those that you just listed. Yeah. But hold, hold, hold your horses for a second. Absolutely. So obviously potatoes, mm-hmm. we're, we're looking for things that have a lot of color to them, right? Because yes. color indicates that there's high nutritional value, that That's there right. are a lot of vitamins and minerals in what That's we're right. eating. Fla- uh, bioflavonoids, lipoflavonoids, these are big deals for in terms of general health. Absolutely. So um, a another little tidbit about this is that um, vegetables say some say you buy something at the grocery store and it lives for a little bit too long in your fridge. You oh, know, like too many of my vegetables can we, do. I so that happens to me all the time. Another mm-hmm. reason why I love roasting because you can just sort of trim off the bad bits. Say so you've right. got a piece of zucchini, right? A, a whole zucchini, and at one end there's a little bit of fuzz, a mm-hmm. little bit of. That's right. People freak out about these things. We're Americans. We want every- stuff. That's right. Just chop that off, mm-hmm. and then you've got the rest of the zucchini to work with. So Perfect. The key with roasting is that you want to um, cut your vegetables all into the same relative size and shape. Mm-hmm. So if you're going to do one inch squares, you want one inch squares. If you're going to do a little bit bigger than that, typically a, a one inch square is a pretty good size for a lot of these because your roasting times are you don't you don't have multi-hour roasting time yeah absolutely this is going to go pretty quick most most vegetables in an inch square or cube rather Mm -hmm. um you're looking about 20 minutes max to roast it and that's in all this is you know depending on perfect for if you're doing chicken or your your meat your protein you because proteins tend to go fast uh, if you're doing stovetop and stuff like that so you can you can mix and match the two absolutely so um, as I said, you can use whatever you have on hand. If you're trying to decide what things can go together on a sheet pan, my, yes. my idea for this is, you know, like a cookie sheet, cookie essentially. Sheet, right. yeah. um, you, you know, put a sheet of foil on it, spray it with a little olive
olive oil or cooking mm-hmm. spray, whatever you have. Um, a lot of times you don't want to do just one vegetable. So you have one sweet potato and, you know, one piece of butternut squash and one zucchini. Mm-hmm. You're looking for things that are that have a similar density and water content. I don't so, know anything about that. So right. Tell okay. Me. So. Um, things like broccoli mm-hmm. and kind of the more cruciferous vegetables, those tend to have a, hot, a much higher water content okay. in them. So they're going to roast faster okay. um, than gotcha. something that's denser and has less water content, like a sweet potato, potato a rutabaga, right. something like that. Okay? okay. So nobody, I've listened to thousands of, I've looked at uh, YouTubes and nobody's ever talked about density and water content. Yeah. They talk about cutting it the equivalent, but... Exactly. Uh, yeah. So like like peppers and tomatoes, those kinds of things have a lot of water in them and yeah. they tend to roast faster. The cell I'm, walls break down faster. Okay. I'm hungry. Yeah. So, um, you know, so like carrots go really well with, with sweet potatoes. Mm-hmm. Um, onions go really well with squash. There's kind of a similarity there too. Interesting. Um, you can right. play with all different kinds of combinations. But right. the point is that as long as they are relatively similar density and water content and the same size, they're pretty much going to cook at the same rate. So you named a lot of them that sound like root vegetables. Yeah. And, and But you then you said cruciferous, which is like the broccoli and the, and the yeah. cauliflower, stuff broccoli, like that. Broccoli, cauliflower, um, beans, uh, Brussels I mean, sprouts. Brussels sprouts. How about, yeah. what, how would you, green beans and stuff like that? Green beans are good. Absolutely. Um, asparagus, uh-huh. you know, snap peas, like any of these things take really well to roasting. It's interesting because most of us, I think we think about roasting, you know, vegetables that are your root vegetables like your potatoes and carrots and your onions um, and not think about all these other ones so broccoli and cauliflower are two of my very favorites Ah. honestly like because it doesn't you don't get that kind of like um, farty sort of flavor, sul- sul- you know, sul- that sulfur, sul- sulfur. <laughs> there we go. Right. Yeah, sulfur. let's be nice about it. The sul- right. That sulfur flavor. Right. Right. Um, when, when you roast it, you get that because of the Maillard reaction, sure. you get that caramelization that happens on the outside and you can get more of like a toasty, roasty sort of taste from those things. Yeah, mm-hmm. Seth, what you got? You know you can make mashed potatoes out of uh, cauliflower. Yeah. Oh, yeah, Oh, absolutely. have you ever done that? Yes. Oh, it's so good. Right. Yeah. The texture, the texture and the flavor, if you season it right, it's yeah. the same thing. Super right. healthy, yeah, way right. healthier. Absolutely. I've actually, oh, it's, actually done... I like it better anymore. ...riced cauliflower Ricing, yeah. out of roasted cauliflower. So I mm-hmm. get kind of like oh. the bet, like that smokiness in there, too. Very nice. Um. But yeah, there there are so many different options. Again, you know, you're trying to pick things that are similar. Right. Um, if they grow similarly, if they look similarly, that's usually a pretty good indicator that they're kind of the same water and uh, dense water content and density as well. And of course, you know, this is the this is you know this is uh, this is cheap cooking. This is cooking it from is. what you have in your house in your fridge. I will argue most people don't have this stuff because they don't eat enough vegetables, yeah. and therefore they don't have it, or it's canned. And which comes back, can we can we take out canned stuff and roast it, or is it is not the best? You can. Choice? It's already if it's canned, it's already cooked. It's already cooked. That's right, a that's right. really a good way to think about and it's it. It's got liquid in it. It's obviously. got liquid in it. Yeah. So sometimes like beans, like like right. garbanzo beans, for right. example, you can like rinse them off and put them in on high heat and roast them. Get a little toast on that exterior right. mm-hmm. but vegetables typically can't be rescued so very much more fresh from... and and like the french and in a lot of other countries you, fresh vegetables you sometimes go down weekly or sometimes a couple times a yeah. week because they go bad relatively fa- and you should go through them faster so and small small volumes but more frequent shopping absolutely so i i love this as a solution because i'm the kind of person i usually go to the grocery store like every 
week and a half, mm-hmm. really tops. Mm-hmm. Um, and I tend to be overzealous about what I buy, right? Yeah, good. So this is a this is really. You know, maybe the, you know, the first half of the stuff I buy, I'll execute really well in the first couple of days. Yeah. I've, you know, meal prepped, all that is great. But then this is for the, like, the leftover stuff that's mm. just sort of hanging around there. Those few carrots left in the bag, right. that one onion that's right. hanging out. Part of an that, onion. that sweet potato that's, like, growing its own plant on one side of mm-hmm. it. You know, they, that's what roasting is for, is cutting off those nasty bits, getting it all together with a little bit of oil and a little bit of salt and putting it in. And the oil and salt do what? They... Yes. So they bring out natural flavors, right? Okay. So we've got a couple of different types of flavors in any ingredients. So there's oil or fat-soluble flavors. Gotcha, yes. There's salt-soluble right. flavors. There's alcohol-soluble flavors. And there's water-soluble flavors. So all I of those different things. Yeah. All so right, meaning cool. that they are right. um, they're activated right. by because um, these enzymes become start to be like become digested when they come in contact with these things mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. um the you know the little bit of olive oil or canola oil or whatever you mm-hmm. use adds like lubrication and right. also aids in that maillard process and as it transfer, well it transfers heat it more transfers evenly heat. yes right. it transfers heat more evenly so we get kind of the browning and crustiness Salt is critically important on here. Mm-hmm. I love using kosher salt that I sprinkle with my fingers because so they can see. So kosher salt, the definition of kosher salt is something without uh, iodine. Yes. So, so table bitter. salt is right. very, very finely ground Fine. and it's right. got and it's got iodine. We tend to use too much right. when we cook with it. Um, also, it it can it has an even saltier flavor profile than kosher salt. Kosher more, salt is is more is flakier. Right. It has a larger surface area. It's not the flake. It's not the finished salt because you don't want to waste expensive finished salt on this. Do yeah, you? yeah. No, you this want, is not. They, right. This is like so. You can buy a whole thing of iodized salt for. 99 cents right. we're talking about a big box of kosher salt is probably a dollar 75 like so it's a slight difference in price there right. but the results are so much better the larger granule yes. that is also flatter with more surface area dissolves more slowly, slowly. Right. um and so it's drawing out those flavors it also draws out some moisture from right. the vegetables as they're um as they're the cooking heat. as well right. yeah so crisp, Absolutely. it helps crisp. Right. It helps with crispiness, but it really just awakens the flavors, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, you can also add, you know, dried spices to this as well. If you want ah. to add some thyme or oregano, things like that. Um, uh, garlic is a great option as well. Mm-hmm. Some people use onion powder. All of those things are awesome additions, but not necessary to still have a great result gotcha. yes and the great thing about using time is there's an endless amount of dad jokes <laughs> yes. like you got so much time on your hands hey. you need more time so uh, no rush cooking dinner is plenty of time you're right so, absolutely I, I yeah. <laughs> well so i jumping back cutting i think basics i yeah i'm, I'm kind of a, i'm a i'm a well, I, I'm a little knife geek, but but cutting uh, most people's knives are not even close to being the right sharpness. Sure, you don't have to have a bunch of knives. You just no. have a chef's knife or even a paring knife. Nope. You could, yeah, we're not talking nothing fancy, but it needs to be sharp because it's more fun to cut and uh, and uh, sharp uh, knives are actually safer yeah, too. Safer. So you don't have to yeah. put as much pressure. Yeah, you don't have to rock it back and forth exactly. as much. Exactly. So that's the first thing. But cutting into cubes, I know how do you you know I, mm-hmm. I whenever I look at carrot, I'm like, how am I going to cube this? Yeah, or, or anything else. So can you tell talk about? I know a little bit about this can you tell me about how do you whether it's cubing or or sizing uh, pieces 
um, the same? Yeah, absolutely. So if you think about a lot, a lot of vegetables are kind of like cylinder shaped, right? right? Cylindrical. Yeah, that's so right. So if that's we, right. if you think about. Um, Kind of like how how logs are processed, like a tree oh, log, yes, how yes. logs are processed. So they right. make they kind of plane it they do. to make a long skinny cut they, and then the, several of those stack together. So sort they take of off they take off a rounded edge yep. they, and they use the flat side against the table. Yes. And then you square you square it off from there. Yes. You kind of square it off or rectangular it off right. from there. I see. Exactly. Okay. That's typically the way that I like to do it. I mm-hmm. sort of kind of envision like gotcha. some flat rectangular right. pieces. That I can get from whatever I'm cutting, I got you. and then you can create cubes from there. Do you, do you peel like? Do you peel some of your stuff, or do you leave them unpeeled? Have your potatoes and so some of the other it, things? It's it's def- it's totally optional. It's not going to affect your cooking time. Okay. So po- potatoes can be unpeeled. Sweet potatoes you should typically should peel. peel. I don't. I'm. I've never been a fan of sweet potato skin Skins. ever. It's a little bit okay. tougher. Um, carrots, as long as they're scrubbed and clean, you do not need to peel them. Right. Pe- same thing with peppers. Gotcha. Um, asparagus doesn't need to be peeled. Oh, there are a lot of things that don't need to be peeled. Even if you wanted to roast tomatoes, which okay. high water content, they are going to break down more and faster, become, right. um, yeah, faster. You don't, again, you don't have to peel them. Right. Of course you don't have to. So, and some them. of the skins too actually, um, crisp up oh, okay. and, and give a nice bit of texture and flavor to them. I especially mm-hmm. like leaving like leaving the skin on squashes so on um oh. on zucchini yeah. and not 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 the, not, the, not, the, not the gourds not the gourds yes right. exactly sorry zucchini yellow right. squash gotcha. i All like right. to leave the skin on those because okay. that creates some imparts some really good flavor yeah absolutely yeah, uh, the, uh, 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 the farmers markets. Did you hit farmers markets, or is they're not convenient or not near you? Or you know, do you, I I do, do if I can. The main way that I shop, honestly, I'm the kind of person that walks into the grocery store. That I go to the produce area. Whatever is in season right. that the grocery store has a ton of, Excess, they're right. going to put right in the middle for right. you. They're going right. to put it right up there. They're going to have it on sale. sale. They're going <clears> to. <throat> it's going to be up right. there with a couple of other things that go Just well like with restaurant, it. Restaurants want to get stuff in season. Absolutely. Right. Yeah. yeah. So t- typically, you can't go wrong with buy- right. with buying from those areas, right. right? That's a good point. Um. So that's mainly what I try to do, and then I try to find some very versatile way of cooking all of these things. So that's mm-hmm. why roasting. I'm. It's such a standby for me because it literally Mm -hmm. works for like any vegetable that I have on hand Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, um mm -hmm. you know and then I can I can lower my overall grocery bill by continuing to buy stuff that's just in season and on hand and I've got this standard way that I can cook it I'm gonna ask basic questions where do you put your roasting pan nothing ever fits quite everything do you leave it in the oven are you one of those people that leaves stuff in the oven (laughs) that you use frequently or you know I am not just because I don't I I don't want to turn on my right, oven right. and have it heat up in there. I'm lucky enough to have a cabinet next to my oven right. that has that can stack Verticals, stuff yeah. stack stuff uh, vertically. I have two matching roast half half they're called half sheet pans so like if you yes. went to like a hotel or a, a yeah. caterer or something like that they have these Massive. enormous yeah, it wouldn't fit sheet in our, pans yeah, wouldn't fit in so our typically this is like a it, it's like 11 by 13 or right. some something like that right. that's a half sheet pan i've got two of those that stack together right they work for cookies. Right. They work for sheet cakes. Right. They work for roasting. They're not. They, they're, not air, they're not air bakes. They're not. Nope. They're just Mm-mm. standard pans. Yep. Right? Just standard. It's they're stainless steel. They've got little rolled sides on them. Why? Why I say this? And other people, I think, will confirm. Whenever you're an expert at something, or whenever you're good, you can do anything with it. You, yeah. You're. you're 
the rest of us are like, we're worried about, does it be stick or non-stick? Yeah. Where do I put it? Uh, how do I scrub it? Uh, yep. You know, uh, how, how, where, where, where do I put my vegetables in my fridge? Do I use the, mm. the, the do I use the crisping mm-hmm. or do I use all these things that don't matter to you because yeah. you can just, you go through things fast and you know how to do it and you've done it enough. The rest of us are stuck and that's kind of the, why we can't get over a hurdle to start cooking. Sure. Yeah, absolutely. I think if you, I, I just love the idea of using things, um, of having techniques to rescue mistakes. Yes, right. Right? Always. That, that's always what I'm about. Like I said, right. you know, I go to the grocery store with the best of intentions just like everybody, but right. I overbuy like everybody else, and right. I've got to come up with ways to rescue something. Not overbuy, something. but buy the wrong stuff. But, you know, you're there with a list, but you're yeah. buying side side items all the right. time. Right. Or I, or I get too, you know, too too much of one kind of ingredient, use right. half of it for recipe, and then I've got this other stuff laying yes, around. Yes, always a chronic problem. Um. Sheet pans are so useful in the kitchen. You can use yes. them for a million things. Right. Aluminum foil goes down great. It cuts up, cuts down on cleaning. Right. It's um so typically like when we're when we're roasting, we do want to have parchment or aluminum foil mm-hmm. um to create that direct connection to the metal pan itself. You can cook it directly on the on metal the with right, you know tossed in a little oil or something first. But it's a pain in the butt to clean. clean so yeah, I, I just love sheets. putting the, the the aluminum foil down. It makes it really simple. Um, what temperature uh, are you going to? Yes. I, yeah, 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 yeah. We right. never, we, had, yep. we didn't, we we're didn't get getting, to temperature. We're, we're still getting there. All yeah. Right. So um, I like, I, it, so I like roasting at a higher temperature. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. 450 is typically what I go for. Not, not a broiler. Not a broiler. Right. Okay. Not, 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 a broiler. The, to, not so the, not, not the element on top. Exactly. Always burns everything. Right. So especially, again, with these lower water content, um, higher density things. So those root vegetables, Mm -hmm. potatoes, um, some, you know, dense squashes, all that kind of stuff. I like to do them a little bit higher heat. Mm -hmm. Um, They are, you know, because you got to think about it when they're in these small cubes like this, Mm -hmm. we want them to get nice and brown and toasty on the outside, but also it's got to generate enough steam on the inside to to cook cook it through. To cook it to soften it, right? Um, some things like uh, like peppers, the higher water content things, you can go a little bit lower in temperature. Mm-hmm. Anything under 425, you're going to be baking, yeah, which is more of a steam reaction. Mm-hmm. You're not going to get that Maillard reaction, that crustiness That's on right. the outside, Maillard, the browning. With, with steaks, Maillard is like 200. It's, there's some temperature that it happens. That it at. happens yeah, at, yeah. Yeah, it, yeah you, can't get, you can't do it. That's why they tell you to patch your meat dry and yeah. stuff because you end up steaming. You can't get the temperature yes. fa- up fast enough. Absolutely, uh, to, to and a lot of that has to do with has to do contact, with contact, contact too. Yeah, that's yeah. why that's why when they put the down the steak, they put a little oil sometimes, and uh-huh. then they pat it, push it down on the on the iron on the on the cast iron or whatever. Right. Yeah. Yep. Okay. So I removing gotcha. the removing water right. is really the mo- the most important yes, part gotcha. of it. Yeah. Gotcha. Yes. So I I wouldn't go lower than four twenty five four fifty is usually pretty safe. Okay. Um, and then t- time. It just sort of depends. Like sure. I said, with the the denser things, not more than 20 minutes. With right. the higher water content things, you're looking at 10 to 12 minutes, depending. Okay. I love wow. the... the it, it's so visually indicated mm-hmm. when mm-hmm. it's finished. Right, right. And also your nose, too. Oh, right. This, you know, the smell right. of roasted vegetables is very apparent. It's going to have pretty consistent and even browning. The vet, the pieces themselves will soften. Do you, I have, like, to flip, do you have to flip anything or no, anything? No, like not typically. Okay. Something maybe, deal. you know, maybe a few minutes into it, I'll give it a little stir if I want to. Okay. But even it's, 
it's all pretty much going to happen like it's supposed to, even if you left it alone, because you've got the, you know, the little bit of oil, the salt, they're cooked, they're cut into, you know, even Mm -hmm. uniform sizing. Um, you don't have to put everything in a bowl with salt and oil before you just put it down, you put it flat on the, uh, the the pan or the the foil and then you put the you squirt the oil over it to yeah. spray. I, you spritz it, you spritz your oil or I'm a big you... fan of I've got spray olive oil. Ah, yes, yes. I usually like putting some of that down on the aluminum foil right. first. First. Then I'll cut up my vegetables, put the vegetables right on there, give it another little spray so the tops and sides of the vegetables get gotcha. it and then I sprinkle with salt. On, on, so salt's finely. And that's Right. That's pretty much all you need. Okay. Um, if Sim- you... Simple for people like me. Yeah. It's and, oh, by the way, this is simple. simple for people in college. Yeah. The, the, boy, the men out there who've never turned on the oven ever yeah. in their apartment ever. Yeah. Uh, you know, microwave this and, and whatever and barbecue that and eat out to the rest of the time. Yeah. There are so many different things that you can do with roasted vegetables, too. It really livens up anything. I mean, you can you could put roasted vegetables on a salad. You can eat them with rice. You can eat them with protein. You can eat them with fish. You can, right. you know, right. create a, um, you know, a, ca- a casserole with them. You can mix mm-hmm. them into soups. Mm-hmm. They, it's just that you get that roasty, caramelized, yummy right. flavor and texture out of it right. that can, you know, pretty much be put anywhere. If you have a can, if you have a canned vegetable soup and stuff, you can chop it up small and put Heck it in that yeah. and uh, spi- 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 spruce up your yeah. canned, canned uh, items. And and th- this is counts towards the. How many vegetable servings per yes. week? Uh, so this is, you know, uh, pizza is not a vegetable. I think right. one school district tried to convince <laughs> people because it had it had pizza sauce and right. whatever that it was a vegetable. It does not. Uh, it's not does not count like that. But this does. Yeah. So good. So um, according to the CDC, only one in ten American adults eat enough vegetables on a daily basis. Mm-hmm. And then there's another site from the British Medical Journal. It says that adding a single serving of vegetables to your diet every day can reduce your risk of type two diabetes by thirty percent. Mm-hmm. That seems a little, uh, maybe that's a lot there in, in isolation of other factors. But right. still, the idea, is if you can add one more serving right. of vegetables, one more if, time that you're right. going to be eating a vegetable, right. this is a great way to do it. I think sub, instead of subtracting, adding this into your diet yeah. and then deciding, I like this enough, maybe I don't have to mm-hmm. you know stop off at McDonald's on the way home. I can do this in 20 minutes. Yeah. So that's I, the mentality is not to give up your other stuff, but to add stuff that's healthful, sure. that, that you do like, and you're like, oh, I will choose this over whatever I was less healthful. Yeah. One thing that I find is that you know the the very American uh, meal of a protein chicken, beef, right. pork, whatever with potatoes. Yes. That's very, very standard. Yes. So if you could think about doing slightly less potatoes sure. and maybe also roasting some zucchini yeah. in the same size and shape that you roasted the potatoes sure. and having that on the plate too, right. you're it's going to be just as satisfying, right. but it'll increase the nutritional content a lot. Yep. It's also a great way to get kids to try it too, right. because it looks more appealing, like roasty, toasty, delicious, the same way right. their roasted potatoes right. look. Um, as opposed to, you know, sad, circular mush slices right. of zucchini just sitting there. Like, no one wants to eat that. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's uh, – there's uh, – my philosophy always is, is uh, how do I get to this point where it's so easy that I just reach for this and cut that and, yeah. and I, I spray that. And so a lot of people – part of it is to figure out your kitchen so that you can have this easily available. So sure. it is easy to pop it in. Yeah. And it's kind of, it's a kind of its own version of fast food. I know it's not a yeah. multi, multi-hour casserole. But uh, right. so, but this, this is its own version of a fast It is food super fast and person. simple. Everybody has a cookie sheet in their house. Right. Literally any cookie sheet will work. And by the Seriously. way, if you don't, if you don't, if you, if you, you can 
use a you can use an iron or you can use a sk- iron skillet. Yeah. You can use stainless steel that doesn't have sure. any. Uh, so th- this is something we don't do enough of. Is that you can use your stove some of your stoves top uh, uh, stove top not the product stove top um, utensils and stuff can work in the oven. Uh, they're oven proof. Some of them you yeah, gotta, be, them. You gotta sure be very careful. That the handle the, the is handles, oven safe. Usually yeah. the handles of, of on the lid or the handles that you pick up the sides uh, often are are not oven safe. Yeah. But if you have like a, a stainless steel or if you have copper and other things like that be mm-hmm. careful everything is hot this yep. is the problem every single piece of it is hot right uh, but you can do that so that you, if you were like i don't want to dig out it's like fine use the stuff that you already use yeah yeah good absolutely so i encourage you to try roasting vegetables I again will. it's a great way to you know to rescue something that is sad that's partially growing something or slimy on the sides like good for you it's it'll <laughs> save you money it'll save you time and you'll be more likely to eat you feel good vegetable. about yourself yeah for sure. Thank you. Yeah. Thank thanks, you, guys. Thank you, Vanessa. Uh, give us any feedback you like. You can send us an email at notyourdocpod at gmail.com. You can check us out on our website, notyourdoc.com, where Dr. Tadros's blog lives, as well as all of our episodes. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll be back with more next time. Thank y'all. Thank you, Vanessa. This previous podcast represents my opinions and the opinions of my guests. This is not medical advice, and I'm not establishing a physician-patient relationship with any listener. The content here should not be taken as medical advice. The content here is for informational purposes only, and because each patient is so unique, please consult your healthcare professional for any medical questions that you may have.